0: Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here with another episode of the Late Night Sprites Podcast, the blog and podcast combo that covers a myriad of video games and video game topics. I am your host, Homecoming Hero, and I do have a few things to get out of the way. Today's topic is Gamescom. I just finished watching it and I have my reactions, my thoughts, kind of summarized because there was a lot of games shown, but I will get into that in a minute. Over on the blog, late night at Blogspot.com, we have covered, just finished covering the WarioWare Warrior Get Together demo, and after that, we have one more post for later in the week, and then uh, beginning in September, it's going to be nothing but Sega games, as we all get hyped for the release of the Sonic Colors remake and Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which will be discussed later. Also going forward, a little bit of an in-house announcement. Um no more Ubisoft. I have it was brought to my attention today that Ubisoft is in the same boat as Activision. I made an update earlier about why Activision doesn't really vibe well. No, Activision doesn't vibe with me at all. They're awful. They are doing awful things. And people are getting hurt, and they need to fix that. Circa, like, immediately. Circa yesterday. And Ubisoft is in the same boat. Ubisoft, I feel like, flew kind of under the radar a little bit, just because Activision was, like, all over the news. But don't... Um, that doesn't erase what Ubisoft is doing, and therefore, I'm okay skipping a few games. So... Earlier at E3, I would like to recount, recant my excitement for Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope until Ubisoft fixes their problems. Um, I will not be covering Mario and Rabbids, but that's okay. They're you know, even though it's tough because there are games that you could be excited for made by these studios that are doing awful things, it's better to stand in solidarity with the victims and with the myriad of indie games and games made by other studios. There's still plenty of stuff to play. But, yeah, I'm not going to be covering anything by Ubisoft in the future, so Rayman, uh, Mario and Rabbids, and Assassin's Creed will be joining the likes of Um, the likes of the Activision properties such as Tony Hawk, Spyro and Crash until things are better um, just do better gaming industry so that needed to be addressed and said that I was excited for the game and then the news is brought to my attention and now I am making an informed decision with the new information And Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, as well as the original, has no place on this blog or this podcast. Neither does uh, anything Rayman related until Ubisoft gets its head on straight right alongside Activision. But there are plenty of games to play, and we will be continuing to bring great games to the light, whether they be made by bigger or smaller studios. Thank you for your understanding, and we stand alongside the victims in hoping that they are you know being given an opportunity to find peace and healing in these very very troubling situations that are just awful now with that being said the blog and the podcast will be teaming up together to cover sega timber as we prepare for the sega announcements and the sega games i will be covering a myriad of sega topics on both it should be a great time this september with maybe one or two bonus content pieces now let's move on to today's subject gamescom first of all my overall thoughts it was a waste of my time there was some diamonds in the rough here but i really wish i could get my two hours back it was a lot it, it was a, a lot it was so long there were a it was not well paced in the slightest um There were a lot of things that we already knew about. There were things from Summer Game Fest that came back that really didn't add much more. And it was like a baby version of the Game Awards. And I will watch the Game Awards and probably cover them, but yikes. Let's dive into the good, though. I'm not going to be covering every single game here. There were some from the active uh, aforementioned Activision Ubisoft. So those will not be discussed nor covered at all. And the only Ubisoft thing that is going to be recognized is something that I will, you know, let's get the bad out. Let's do the bad news before the good news. You know, the good news is gonna be great and it's gonna be good to end on a, an, on a brighter note. They did some really weird stuff here. They did these awards for like games that weren't even out yet. And then they would give awards to, like, games. Like, they would have, like, two games per category. And they're like, oh, here's the best upcoming Nintendo Switch game. And I'm like, where's Metroid Dread and Advance Wars? Or Mario Party, even? And they're like, this Ubisoft game or this Ubisoft game? And I'm like, neither? And this is what I was uh, hinting at before. But they, it was so... Odd! They had these awards for games that weren't even out yet. It's like, we don't even know if these are gonna be good or not. Um... So... I'm good. That was bad. Some of the pacing was bad. Some games got like a brief second to talk about. And some of them got like 20 minutes It was bad Some of them dragged on for a while It, it was rough It was rough in parts um, They had a variety of games Some indie, some AAA And it was nice And even if you take out Activision Ubisoft There were games that people liked uh, that like uh, the Death Stranding that I could care less about or uh, this like Marvel game that's like a, a tactics game made by 2k that came out of nowhere but I'm not interested and then a Marvel mobile game and Elden Ring and an Xbox sizzle reel and you know there was There was some stuff. uh, Jungle Book is going to be in Fall Guys. Okay. (laughs) The, the, The pacing was not good. The announcements were fine. Minus the ones from Activision and Ubisoft. But some of them were so poorly done. There were games that people don't even know what the games were about. Because they got like 30 seconds. And then, oh, let's move on so the pacing and balancing was off now let's talk about the positives let's find those diamonds in the rough first up i have my notes with me soundfall a rhythm action game it looks like a rhythm based dungeon crawler it looked awesome it looked super fun it looked great then we also had doke v which is uh, made by a development studio overseas. It's like this big, colorful MMO. I don't normally play MMOs, but I'm interested in this one. The The aesthetic and the music and the style looked awesome. Um, this game called Park Beyond, where you make an amusement park made by Namco Bandai, looked interesting enough. Um, Horizon West got an announcement for February, looked, which was great. We got Sifu announced for next year and Sifu looks awesome. It's like this Kung Fu action game that like you age. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the one where you age over throughout the game and your age like allows you to learn different skills and it looks awesome. I may be confusing it with another game, but either way, it looks incredible. The combat looks awesome. Sifu is definitely on my list. Um let me see here. Um there were a ton of uh different games that just looked fun. Whether they were from indie studios or a few AAA game studios and they looked like a great time and then um here are the th- I have 3 games like or 4 games. The 4 games that interested me the most Earth with new content I would say um, there were some I was interested in like Park Beyond or Horizon West but I wouldn't necessarily get it launch but Soundfall I'm definitely going to get Monkey Ball and Shredder's Revenge which I'm going to talk about at the end I'm definitely going to get in play um, and then one of the other big ones was doki v which looked interesting and then here's here are the three that i'm going to spend the most time on first of all lego star wars the skywalker saga has now been pushed to spring of 2022 this isn't even a remake i thought it was going to be a remake with pantomiming for like all of the like cutscenes because i thought it was going to be more in the spirit of the original game it's not there's full-on voice acting. The gameplay looks different than your typical Lego game. Uh you explore multiple planets. You explore the galaxy. I still hope that there's like some sort of most isley hub world for uh for levels, but maybe you go different planets to select the chapters. That would be really cool. It looks great, it looks super fun. Definitely gonna be picking that up. It looks super well made. Um still has the humor that we're accustomed to in a Lego game looks like a great time and I don't usually pick up a Lego game at launch but this one sold me it's not even like I love how it's not just a port of the classic Lego game it's like a full reimagining of the classic Lego Star Wars the one that started them all and that just looks great and I look forward to seeing what Lego games come out after they finish this Next up is Monkey Ball. I'm beyond excited for Monkey Ball. We'll be covering Monkey Ball in the future. Morgana from Persona was announced for Monkey Ball. That looks like good fun, but here's where I'm gonna be spending most of my time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Now in 2022. So now I get to look forward to Metal Slug, Shredder's Revenge, River City Girls 2, Breath of the Wild 2, Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's a lot to look forward to in 2022 already. I'm excited. Shredder's Revenge looks amazing and they made April O'Neil playable? That's awesome. She does like a mic drop. This gives me hope. I hope that Casey Jones, I hope Casey is like the last one. I know there are people saying Splinter but I think Casey Jones would be like the best playable character Oh, it looks so great! You get to revive people by like holding and waving pizza up to their face so that they take a bite out of it to bring them back. It oh my gosh, the footage just and the music, the music was amazing and the animation looked incredible. But playable, April O'Neil, that's awesome! I didn't see that coming at all, and that looked great. I definitely will be picking this up day one I can't wait to play it I've been you know revisiting some beat-em-ups this year with revisiting River City Girls and Streets of Rage 4 with the DLC and this looks like another great one there are some other indie beat-em-ups on the horizon that haven't come out yet that I'm really excited for and then there was like the recent River City Underground the announcement of River City Girls Zero um river city girls 2 giving a little bit of information um there were some that were shown off in past nindy directs like or nintendo indie worlds it's gonna be awesome the beat them up genre is back and i am so ready for it and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge looks like another great addition to it With co-op and all these different characters in the animation and the music Shredder's Revenge definitely looks like it is going to be a great time So that was my bullet points from Gamescom It was very underwhelming It was a bit of a disappointment and it dragged on for too long, but there were some diamonds in the rough. I will be back with covering the future game show. Potentially, if there is enough content to cover, I know we got some, uh, we're getting some more information for Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. Let's hope tomorrow's better. Let's just hope. Let's hope it's better paced but that being said i hope everybody has a wonderful day wonderful rest of their evening wherever they listen to this podcast i'm your host homecoming hero and i will see you again in the near future with more gaming content take care